So welcome back to another episode of Lock It or Leave It. Great night last night. The Knowles beat Penn by 35. We waxed them. But for today, we're switching sports and going to FSU baseball with one of the best prospects in the nation for pitching in college. We have Harper Messick. When we get back, you'll be hearing from him, man. He's a stud. So we are back, and let's just introduce everybody first. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Cam. Cam, tell me about that spread yesterday. What's up, bro? It literally feels like Friday. I will just great game last night, great win from the Knolls. 19 and a half was never a doubt. They crushed it the whole time. Should have should have put way more money on that game, but, you know, it's all good. We're rolling into next week. Big game this weekend. Let's get into this episode. Yeah, it seems like whenever we look at the fucking fat, fat FSU spread, it's like 17, 18, 19, sometimes 22. And we're like, should we bet it? Should we bet it? And then five minutes left in the second half, we're just like, why didn't we put the entire mortgage on this? You know, every single time that happens, every time. So I'm going to pass it on to my other co-host, Aaron. Aaron, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm still feeling the energy from last night. That was a lot of fun, man. It was great to see uh, Malik ball out. Shout out to him. He played awesome. Uh, the transfers played great. Caleb, awesome. Um, Cameron was awesome, too. Even the freshman got in there. Everyone just had a really good game. It was really solid to see. Shout out the Vipers playing good as well. My boy Isaac Spainauer with the bucket last night. I see you. Uh, really excited to get into this episode and talk to Parker, though. Yeah, absolutely. Malik was absolutely bodying people on the offensive glass. In the first half, he already had like eight boards. He went to the free throw line four different times. He was just abusing number four on Penn. Penn, if you're listening to this, you guys are a terrible school. Cam was telling you that the whole night. But last but not least, we're going to go to our special guest for today, Parker Messick. Parker, thanks for hopping on with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Parker, your senior year of high school, perfect game, had you ranked as the number 12 left-handed pitcher in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. You led Plant City to a 30-2 and record in the state championship over rival Strawberry Crest. Mm-hmm. So I was actually at the regional final game that year at Seminole. Uh, okay. A bunch of homies that I grew up with that played for Seminole back in Pea County, and you mm-hmm. absolutely dominated that game. Through yeah. one-hit shutout, got the W. So what was that amazing senior year run like to cap off your high school career? Yeah, we weren't really expecting much. I mean, we hadn't our school, Plant City High School, has never even won a district championship up until that point. So, I mean, it was just another, you know, going through another year, trying to enjoy the last year of high school and ended up, you know, kind of uh, leading the team into, you know, 30 and two season. We just kind of took it one game at a time and we're really just having fun with it and ended up kind of breezing through playoffs and got to state and ended up winning the semifinal game, like eight nothing or something. And then, you know, ended up getting a ring on our finger the very next day, you know, instead of, I got to miss uh, graduation, didn't have to do the whole cap and gown walk because it ended up being the same day. But I'll take a, a state championship ring over a uh, cap and gown walk every day. I mean, um, I'm assuming you made the trap game as well. So you, it kind of sucks you had to miss that. But you know. No, I did. I, I did de- playing with uh, I played in it the very next week. It was like really. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because I played it in my senior year. Uh, and we almost went to states. We were in the regional finals. I played at Indian Rocks Christian. Uh, okay. And we, yeah, if I if we would have won, gone to states, I would have missed it. But we lost, so not you know, yeah. not too bad. Got to play in the trial. It was pretty yeah. cool. good experience. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Aaron got to walk though graduation, unfortunately, because you know, <laughs> <he> just <laughs> so two seasons ago in typical UF fashion, all their social media accounts were shitting on us because they were currently ranked number one, but. We were on those easy money sniper vibes, as uh, my boy KD likes to likes to do. You helped end our 11-game losing streak against them, pitching the final three innings and only allowing two hits and seven strikeouts. What was the locker room like after that win, and how do you think it influenced the rest of the season? Um, the bus ride was absolutely crazy. All, all the way back to Gainesville, it was, it was a very fun bus ride to be a part of. Even our coaches were kind of dancing to the music we had in there. Everybody was kind of losing their mind. It was it was a really cool feeling, especially as a freshman, to be the last pitcher that ever threw you know, on that mound um, and, and to get a win against, you know, Florida is always fun. So it was a really good time, and I, I can't even remember how, how fun that bus ride was. It, it, was a, it was a really good time. What was the soundtrack like on the bus ride back? Who was on Ox? Me actually requests a lot of songs. He goes throwback like old rock and stuff. So, you know, we kind of jammed to whatever, whatever. Yeah. We try to keep it somewhat clean on the bus. But after a win like that, they, they don't really care too much. They kind of let us have our fun. Right. Yeah. So we had Matt Nelson on the pod, uh, who kind of a long time ago now, but we actually saw him at Township uh, last weekend, which was kind of yeah. cool to see. Shout out to Matt. And uh, we asked him this question, but I want to hear a pitcher's perspective. For a batter, we said, do you feel like at times you can get hot like basketball players where they feel like the hoop is the size of the ocean? Anything I put up is going in. And Matt said the same thing when he's batting. He thinks if he feels hot, he just is really confident in swing. He uh, has no fear at the plate. Is this the same thing for pitching? Also, where sometimes they're just throwing cheese and you know it's unhittable and you're like, no one can stop me right now. Yeah, there's definitely a time on the mound when you, when you're in a groove. It's 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 less streaky as a hitter. Pitchers, it's more of you know you can have a good inning within one game, but then the very next inning can be different. But you can definitely get hot one inning, and even even a full game or, or stranded games. And that is, sometimes it's you know you don't really know when it's going to come and go, but all your stuff can be just absolutely you know electric and everything you're throwing. It seems like people are swinging, missing, and it's all in the zone. And then other times, it, it, you know, it'll be the opposite. But, yeah, you can definitely get a little hot streak and get in groove. Is there a game that you recall that you could uh, talk us through a little bit where maybe you felt that mindset where you were in an inning, a particular inning, just like, whoa, like I, I'm on top of my shit right now? Yeah, so um, I, I would say week three, I started off the season 0-2 um, that we had our first two, you know, weekend losses. And we're, we're just like talking to the team. We're like, we really have to turn the season around. So, you know, opening night, Virginia came to us. It was week three. I think I threw eight innings, like no runs, no walks, uh, like 11 strikeouts, some like three hits, something, you know, pretty crazy. Ended up winning ACC pitcher of the week that week. And I, that whole game, it just felt like anything I threw, they, you know, they weren't really getting a hold of. I think I gave up like three hits. But other than that, it was pretty much lights out. And that, that was one of the most fun games I've ever thrown in. And that was definitely one of the little hot streaks that, that I wish I could stay in the rest of this season. Yeah, so staying on last season, you were named ACC Pitcher and Freshman of the Year, becoming the second player in ACC history to earn both of those freshman honors. And that stat is dope. But one of my best or favorite stats that you did was against Notre Dame when you earned your sixth win against the number two team, making FSU the only team 
to win a regular season series against the Fighting Irish that year. Could you talk about maybe that game? Because they eventually went to the Super Regionals. So how did it boost morale knowing that we could beat a uh, team at that caliber? Yeah, so we went to their place up in Notre Dame, and it was probably 30-something degrees, windy. My hat actually blew off on the mound during that game. It was that windy. It was it was ridiculous. The whole team's, you know, we're, we're all from Florida, or most of us at least from, you know, we're used to being hot during baseball season. So literally there's, like, very little energy in the dugout. Everybody's all bundled up, like, with hand warmers and huge jackets, freezing cold. And, you know, Notre Dame's out there basically in short sleeve, you know, not even in like bundled up in anything. And, you know, we didn't really know what to expect. And we just kind of came out there and put it on them. I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was a hard fought game. They actually scored first, I think. And then I ended up on six or seven scoreless. And we got, a, I think, a big home run from Elijah Cabell late in the game. And that, you know, that um, pretty much won us the game on Friday. Had a good battle Saturday. They, they won it Saturday. And then for game three on Sunday, we took it to them. I, I, I remember it being pretty bad. So once we finished off that series win and, you know, we were about to, it was kind of late in the season at that point. We were about to go into the playoffs. We felt pretty confident, you know, when you beat a team that hasn't been beaten in a weekend series yet, that pretty much gives you the most confidence you can get out of a season, especially late in the season when they were that hot. So it definitely boosts us going into, you know, uh, ACC tournament and playoffs. Parker, you're a good pitcher. Everyone knows that, but you're also in the FSU history books for some of your batting feats. So your first career plate appearance was an Oppo Taco nuke against VT for the first yeah. Nolta homer in their first at bat since 2018. You know, you also won the John Olaru two-way player of the week award that week, kept your hot hitting going. It's UF in Miami. So what was it like in that at bat? What was the dugout's reaction to your home run? And just I, the whole it was, it was the, probably the most that they celebrated, you know, the, the rest of the year. It was, it was so unexpected. I didn't even know I was going to be in the lineup that weekend. I had just started hitting BP like maybe a few days before that weekend. I hadn't picked up a bat since senior year of high school. So, you know, just that whole scenario was kind of a shock. And then had like an eight pitch at bat, my first at bat. I didn't know what I was doing up there. I was literally just trying to pull the ball and hit it out. But it ended up being a backside bomb. And, you know, I was sprinting around the bases. I've never had, you know, so many people slap my helmet and like, you know, scream in my ear. But it was that was probably the most electric feeling I've had. And then I just tried to carry it into, you know, the next couple weekends, but it, it showed throughout the rest of the year that I was, that I was not meant to be a hitter and that I was meant to stick to pitching because of, uh, you know, the average steady drops. I was riding on a high of hitting about like 700 for a couple of weekends. And then, you know, all of a sudden it started dipping, dipping down and I just kind of, you know, stuck to pitching at that point. Damn, I wish I could play baseball, bro. I just want to hit a home run. I feel like that'd be like the best feeling like ever. It's hard, but I, I got lucky. I will, it, it was a great feeling. I, I was riding on the high that pretty much that whole plane ride back. Yeah, so this summer you played ball with the U.S. Collegiate National Team, and we're seeing lots of young other players in sports win gold medals like Scotty Barnes and Chet Holmgren this summer. But what does it feel like to like be around all of that talent, and does that help you progress as a player? Yeah, it was it was definitely a lot of fun being around all those guys. You know, it's the guys that we have to game plan for when we go play them at their place or when they come to us. You know, they're the guys that that we have to look out for and figure out, you know, the answers, the answer how to beat them and everything. So it was a lot of fun getting to, you know, go play with them and getting to learn all their little secrets and pitch grips and, you know, even what the hitters think and what what they're looking for from me when I'm on the mound. So. It was definitely a cool experience, you know, just to hang out with them and, you know, all the West Coast kids and kids from up north, you know, you kind of get to learn 
people from all different backgrounds, how they look at the game and everything. And that was a really cool experience. And then, you know, just getting to, you know, compete and play with them was a lot of fun. Yeah, so Aaron and I have a big disagreement, and I think this will get some good dialogue. So we'll take a break after this and then go to the lightning round and finish up. But before that, I want to just set the stage for this. I was born in the Bronx, New York, so I'm a big-time Yankees fan, which okay. means that any Astro fan is not allowed into my household. I don't, I don't fuck with the Astros, okay? Yep. Aaron and I vehemently disagree on this. Personally, I think that knowing what pitch is coming mm. is – more of an advantage than juicing steroids. Aaron thinks steroids is more an advantage than knowing what pitch is coming. So you as two pitchers, you're the tiebreaker in this scenario. You as a pitcher, would you rather someone who's juicing on the plate that you're about to throw to or someone who knows what pitch you're about to throw? I would rather, so I've actually had this argument, a very similar argument. I would rather someone be juicing because if they're juicing, they still have to try and hit what I'm about to throw. If they know what I'm about to throw, like if a hitter guesses right on my pitch, chances are, you know, they have a better chance of hitting it. If they're juicing, people say that, you know, like Barry Bonds wasn't a good, like wasn't, is it supposed to be a Hall of Famer? Is it very good because of, you know, he's juicing. He still had to, you know, square up the pitch that he was going to hit, regardless of whether it was a curveball changeup, slider, fastball, whatever, 100 mile an hour, 90. He had to time it up and still hit it. Now, you know, it helped his power numbers a little bit. He was juicing, but. Personally, someone in the box can be as big as they want, but if they don't know what I'm throwing and I can mix up my stuff, they they still got to figure out how to hit it. So, I mean, you know, I'll go with you on this one. Just Barry Bonds in Pittsburgh was a Hall of Famer, but that's just that's a story for another day. I love yeah. Barry Bonds, my guy. Yeah. But there's no – there's never shown a real difference when the Astros had the whole uh, – the garbage can scandal. Their, their home and road splits were the same as the year before and the year after and the year after and the year after. So I, it, there's, they haven't really proved that it actually helped them at all. Whereas steroids, on the other hand, I mean, you got Luis Gonzalez in 01 going from like 15 homers a year to 57 out of nowhere. Right. So I think the steroids, I think they give you a bigger advantage. The, the garbage cans, we don't really know if that actually helped them or not. It definitely gives you a bigger advantage with power. But average, as far as like getting a, a hit off me, I'd rather you be juiced up than, than know what I'm throwing you and where. Yeah, absolutely. We saw the Astros actually get back to the World Series. So maybe, you know, uh, whatever they're doing is just all the talent that they have on their team. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then once we get back, we're going to do this lightning round with Parker. He'll love this. And we'll wrap this up. Welcome back to the lightning round. Uh, The lightning are not doing so hot lately. Got to give you guys a little update. Uh, They've been a bunch of overtime losses. And it just sucks because we're up every time and we can't close the deal. We go to overtime and lose, but they're not winning the no. cup this year. Yes, we are. We get back on track this year. So, no. Parker, I know you're a Plant City guy, so I got to ask: Strawberry Festival or Gasparilla? Oh, definitely Strawberry Festival. I'm born. I've been to every. No concert. way. I've been to every concert they have. I know all the people there. I get a lot of free food. A lot of you know, a lot of. Well, I wouldn't say free food, but they'll give me some. You know. I get some deals in there just from being from Plant City, being the being a native. So it's a lot of fun when I go to the Starbucks Festival. I never get to go to Gasparilla because I'm always playing baseball. So, Damn, so you've never been to Gasparilla. I've been once, but I, I like the Strawberry Festival so much better. All right, fair enough. So my question is Bucks or Bolts? Which team do you root for more? I have been a diehard Bucks and Bolts fan since I was yeah, every little. Every time. Kid. So, so yeah, take them both. Yeah. Every, every game that's on, I watch both. Same thing with the Rays. About the Rowdies. 
I'm seen a game, but you know, I'll, I'll root for him. Anything Tampa, I'll root for. Facts, facts. All right. So, what's your score prediction for the Miami FSU game this weekend? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go 35 27 Knowles. Oh, yeah. Hi. 27 Knowles. Take it. And that will be a perfect cap to wrap off this interview. So let's start these sign-offs. Uh, Aaron, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Always love being on here. Uh, Parker, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Really appreciate it. Man. Looking forward to a big weekend here in Tallahassee. There'll be a lot of Miami fans up. A lot of my friends from Miami are coming up. So uh, if you see me out, hit me up. Let's have a good time, man. Okay. Good. Yeah, we will be boozing. Uh, your boy had the birthday on... Monday, so we're gonna be boozing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just the basketball season too, man. Everyone pull up because it was it was loud, but we can get more fans in there. And please, if you saw anybody in a kiss costume, it was your boy, right front and center. You may have seen it. Just All hit me ESPN up next time you see it. We went to Dirt and I had the costume on. It was great. But Cam, thanks for coming on, man. How are you? Oh yeah, it was great. Last night was so fun. I probably had like 50 people text me and be like, oh, I can see you on TV. Like you've been on the Jumbotron like 30 times. Like it was like, yeah, electric atmosphere. Thank you again, Parker, for coming on. Glad we could finally get down and do this. And Jay, no more low-key weekend. We're not having that. Yeah. Jay, Jay was, don't let him lie to you people. Jay said he was going to have a low-key weekend. So we're going to call him out right here now. Room. No low-key weekend. Jay said he's locked himself in his room. I'm about to climb up the balcony, unlock it, and physically yeah. drag him out to college town. This we weekend need a clarification. That's yeah. what I, need, I need one of these weeks of detox, or my liver's going to be transplanted in about hey, five listen, plus years. How about you have a detox when we don't have a home right It's the last home game, bro. Yeah. All right. Peer pressure is a hell of a drug. Peer pressure is a hell of a drug. We're going to go to our last sign off. Parker, Messick, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, It was a great interview. Yep. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. So, with that being said, man, keep pulling up to these um, basketball games. Show the baseball team some support. FSU women's soccer Friday at 6 p.m. First NCAA tournament game that we are hosting against South Alabama. Be there. We'll be there. You'll hear us. But until then, We will catch you guys. Peace. It's the weekend.